Well, this morning in our gospel, Jesus heals. The mother-in-law of Peter is sick. Jesus goes to this house, and they bring to him the news. Well, she's sick. What can you do? And he goes, grasps her hand, lays his hand on her, and the fever leaves her. She experiences a healing. Well, then what happens? The people in the town begin to bring all of the sick to the Lord Jesus, to the door of this house or to the center of the village, and there Jesus casts out many diseases. He cures many illnesses. Jesus heals, and it seems that what we see in our gospel this weekend is that he heals because people asked him for it, because others cooperated with him, that the people made Jesus aware that the mother-in-law was sick, that those who were sick, that they brought their loved ones to Jesus. They brought them there. We see this elsewhere in the Gospels, too, that, for example, that paralytic man, he was on a stretcher. They come up to the house where everybody is. They can't get close to Jesus at all. So then they decide to climb up on the roof, cut a hole, and lower the man down. It took many people to facilitate that healing that Jesus ultimately gave to that paralyzed man as he picked up his mat and walked. Jesus needs us sometimes, especially for us to bring to him those who are sick. These stories of healing, of Christ's healing power, though, aren't just confined to the Gospels. Of course, throughout the last several thousand, the 2,000 years, there have been many healings attributed to Christ, to the saints' intercession, to that of Mary. Just this past week, we celebrated St. Blaise. St. Blaise, known because we blessed throats on that day. Well, how did that come about? There is a mother who brings her child. This child has a fishbone stuck in his throat, asks St. Blaise to pray for the child, to deliver him. And as he prays and blesses that child, the fishbone is dislodged, and this kid continues living his life a healing facilitated by calling upon the name of the Lord. This Thursday is the Memorial of Our Lady of Lourdes, an apparition of Our Lady in 1858 known for healing. Mary appears 18 times, and she tells Bernadette during one of those apparitions, dig in the ground and you'll find a spring of water. Wash yourself in that water. Drink that water. And so Bernadette digs in the mud, and eventually a spring of water comes forth, Then she washes herself, and the people who were there that day did as well. Some of the sick were there. A blind person puts the water on their eyes, and they're able to see. Those who have other debilitating diseases are cured of them, all because of this miraculous spring of water. People, when they go to Lourdes, like myself, we bring home Lourdes water, and then we give it to people who might need it. I've given away countless bottles of Lourdes water. When my mother, while she was still alive, when she was going to have some toes amputated, I actually was getting ready to board a plane that day, later in the afternoon, to go to Lourdes. And so I said, I'm sending you some Lourdes water, because I had some already. I had already been... And I said, 
just apply it, say a prayer, ask God for help. I've given lures water to others. For example, there was this young boy who in the parish, and his parents asked me to bless him. He had broken his growth plate. It didn't look good for healing, and we prayed, and I blessed him with that lures water. He goes back to the doctor, and the doctor says that the growth plate has healed perfectly, and he was kind of astonished by this very fact. It shouldn't have been, he said. Maybe the grace of that prayer with the Lord's water. Now, sometimes when we pray for healing and we know people in our life who need healing, we know a grandparent who might have dementia, we know someone who has cancer, someone who has diabetes, someone that has a heart condition, someone who struggles with mental illness. And so we bring them to the Lord just as they brought that need of the mother-in-law, just as they brought uh, the sick to Jesus. We bring them in our prayer. We bring them and say, Lord, be attentive to this person. Help them in their need. And when we pray for them, what we want is we want an instantaneous, long-lasting healing. Sometimes that happens, but maybe it doesn't. And so how do we make sense of Christ healing some but not healing others? Well, maybe the prayer that we prayed afforded that person some clarity in that day. Maybe they had a brief relief from pain. Maybe God gave them some other grace that they needed. Maybe to be able to continue on, to give them the strength to go through another day. The prayer we make isn't one that is made in vain because Christ hears us and offers grace in some way. Today, we confidently approach the Lord like they did at Simon's mother-in-law. We approach the Lord just like the people in the gospel, confident that the Lord will heal the brokenhearted, that he will heal those that we bring to him today.